We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. Speaking to us, just real quick before I get into our passage today, please pray for our pastor today. He's out preaching in Stephenville with uh, Brother Scott Fletcher. Um, and they got a special event today, and that's where he's at. But we want to pray that they have a good report there. I know they're going to have a ton of visitors. And uh, I spoke with Pastor uh, yesterday evening and a little bit this morning. And uh, so he needs our prayers. But we want, we want to hear a good report. We want to hear a good report. But we also, when he comes back, we want him to hear a better report. Not because I'm preaching. But because Life Point Church is the best place to be, I believe it. But we want to pray for him today. We're thankful, though, that his best half got to stay here, and she's in service with us. But we're thankful uh, for our pastor today. I believe uh, Bishop is with him also, but we're believing a good report for that. And I'm expecting God to do something great here today. So if you would, turn with me to Proverbs 18, 21. Many of you could quote this. In fact, Brother Jarrett quoted it this morning before he even started in his lesson. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And then if you would, turn with me to Psalms 32 and 3. The Bible says, when I kept silence, when my mouth was shut, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. What is the psalmist saying? He's saying, when I did not open my mouth and confess my sins and my troubles, I began to decay. And I began to lose my strength, which was causing me grief all the day long, every single day. Why? Because I just kept my mouth closed. I didn't speak it up. I didn't hand it over. I didn't open up. I didn't pass it on to the Lord. I kept it shut in a bottle. I got closed up in a box. And because of that, my spirit is decaying. And because of that, I'm losing strength today. Mm, And I want to preach to you on this thought. Speak up. You have been silent long enough. Speak up. You've been silent too long. If you will, let's take it to the Lord one more time. Let's thank Him for what He's done already in this place and what He's going to do right now. Lord, we praise You. We thank You today. We thank You for the Holy Ghost that's moved in this place. We thank You for Your anointing. We thank You for Your power. Lord, we ask that you give us understanding right now. We ask that you touch our hearts right now. We ask that you continue to move in our lives right now, Lord. And whatever the situation that we might be boxed up with and we might got closed up with, that today it be settled in Jesus' name. And Lord, we're declaring these things right now. We're speaking these things. Lord, we ask that you touch our pastor right now as he's preaching in Stephenville, Lord. Right now we ask that you anoint him and use him for your glory, Lord. Hallelujah. We'll praise you for it in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
You may be seated. I'm going to go to John chapter 6, and I'll read uh, 15 verses here, so y'all bear with me today. Be a little lengthy this morning, but we're going we're gonna to talk about the Lord today. John 6, 1, after these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain. There he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. And when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, he asked Philip a question. When shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he knew what he would already do. He already knew what he's going to do. And Philip answered in this, just this way. 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them uh, may take a little. And he's talking about just give them what kind of money they had and just let them go. You know, buy their own food. And, you know, he's thinking mathematically and he's trying to get the numbers all figured out. And, you know, Lord, you know, we've got this money, but, you know, if we even hand them out uh, just pieces of this money, they still ain't got enough. There's still not enough. It's not enough for them uh, to take a little. In verse 8, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? So he's already got an answer for Jesus already. Like, hey, I've seen somebody with some food. But, you know, what is this among so many? And Jesus said, uh, make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed uh, to the disciples and disciples to them that were set down, and, uh, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that, that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth that prophet that should come into the world. And when Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force, to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. Mm. Speak up. You've been silent too long. I heard a story of a man who worked at a produce department of a grocery store. A woman came up and asked if she could buy half a head of lettuce. And it had been one of those days for this fella. And before he could think, he replied, half a head? Are you serious? God grows these in whole heads, and that's how we sell them. And the lady responded, You mean after all the years I've shopped here, you won't sell me half a head of lettuce? And he looked, and he said, If you like, I'll ask the manager. And she indicated that, you know, that would be much appreciated. So the man marched away to find the manager. And when he found him, he said to the manager, You won't believe this. But there's a lame brain idiot of a lady back there who wants to know if she can buy half a head of lettuce. And as he was saying that, he noticed that the manager was trying to make uh, subtle gestures uh, to stop his outburst. And the crazed worker at that time just turned around to see that the lady was standing behind him. 
Unbeknown to him, she had followed him as he searched for the manager. But without skipping a beat, the worker said to the manager right after that, and this nice lady right here was wondering if she could buy the other half of the head of lettuce. <laughs> and later in that day, you know, the manager cornered the young man and he said to him, uh, that was the finest example of thinking on your feet I've ever seen. Where did you learn that from? And the worker replied, I grew up in Grand Rapids. And if you know anything about Grand Rapids, you know that it's known for two things. It's great hockey teams and it's ugly women. And before the worker could try to uh, explain himself, the manager interrupted and said, well, my wife is from Grand Rapids. <laughs> to which the worker quickly responded, and which hockey team does she play for? If my mother ever said it once, she said it a thousand times. Think before you speak. And I know it's been said and, uh, over and over again by every mother in the entire world. If you don't have anything nice or anything good to say, what? You don't say anything at all. You keep your mouth closed, right? So today, uh, we all speak approximately uh, 25 to 40,000 words every single day, each one of us. Some more than others. But with that said, there's plenty of opportunity to speak the wrong things. Plenty. Out of all the words that we will speak today, out of all the words we've already speak, uh, spoken so far, there's plenty of opportunity to speak the wrong things over our lives, over somebody else's lives. So consider for a moment how many times... Uh, the Bible uses the words like tongue or speech or speak or lips, mouth, and so forth. I looked it up. The word tongue appears almost 129 times in the Bible. The word speech is used at least 43 times. Uh, the word speak or speaking uh, is used at least 587 times. The words lips is used 118 times and mouth is used at least 423 times. Now when you add them all up, you will see where the Bible kind of mentions communication at least over 1,500 times in the Bible. I think it's pretty important. I think communication is pretty important. Communication in general is a powerful thing. Speaking is powerful. That's why when we read this morning at the start of this message here, we read where the Word of God says we have the power of life and death in our tongue. We have that power. And the fact is this, we use what we speak to speak death, and we shut down what is life. We do. I'm guilty of this. Every day... We all struggle with faith and we struggle with action in our faith. And when we're faced with the impossible situations, we feel like uh, we're drowning and uh, we will do whatever it takes uh, to hide from the pain and uh, hide from uh, uh, the distractions and then we'll hide from uh, our insecurities and we'll box ourselves up because of what we're going through. And I'm here to tell somebody today that you are enough. 
that the power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is living in you if you have the Holy Ghost. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost today, I challenge you to get a hold of the Holy Ghost because there's no perfect timing than right now to get a hold of the Holy Ghost. It's time for some saints of God to start speaking life. It's time for some sinners who want to change to start speaking life. It's time for some folks that have walked away to start speaking life again. Because what you speak absolutely matters. My struggles today, they will not define me. My insecurities will not distract me. My doubt will not silence me. Somebody needs to speak that today. Does anybody know that doubt, its favorite phrase, anybody know what his favorite phrase is? Shut up. I, I'm not telling y'all that. I'm telling you that's what doubt's favorite phrase is. Keep your mouth closed. Don't open it. Keep quiet. Don't speak up. Sure, doubt today would love to have you complain and try to reason with yourself today, as some probably already have. You've already began to reason with yourself. Well, you know, uh, you know, he's not he's not preaching this kind. Of, you know, this ain't this ain't my service. You know, I'm, you're you've already trying to. You're already your doubt's already working. When the Lord wants to do something in your life special, but you've already begun to speak negative. By being shut up. Doubt knows it has won when you and I stop speaking. There is power in what you and I say. Proverbs 12, 18. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Mark eleven twenty three. For verily I say unto you that whatsoever uh, shall say unto uh, this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall now not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever what he saith. You don't understand. I, I believe it, Brother David. I believe it. Yeah, but you've been closed up. Your mouth has been shut. Why? Because you let doubt have its way. You let insecurities distract you. You let the situations take over. And what you've done is you've bottled yourself up. You've closed yourself up. When the Lord wants to do something in your life, when the Lord said, hey, I'll move that mountain if you speak. You see, but we're struggling with faith and with putting it into action. Yes, we believe today. I believe all of us have faith today. I do believe that. But I believe a lot of us are shut up and we've just let doubt take over our lives. We let insecurity take over our lives. And what we're doing is we're all locked up, even believing. Oh, I believe the Lord will do it for my neighbor. And I'm all shut up. Well, you just don't understand my situations. You don't understand the problems at home. You don't understand what I've gone through. You don't understand the battle. I may not understand it, but what I do understand is the Lord said, if you want that mountain to move, you've got to speak to it. 
And the fact is this, too many people have been silent too long. It's time for us to speak up to the situation and let the Lord have his way. Speak to it. Mountain be moved. Family problems be gone. Sickness be healed. Miracle be delivered in Jesus' name. But yeah, we're all closed up. We find ourselves looking at the same situation in the text that I just read about Philip. The Lord asked him a simple question. And even though it's it's hard to believe it, even though it's hard to understand, even though it's hard to comprehend what he's actually going through at that moment, Jesus looks over at Philip. He's directly at Philip. you got to think there's 11 other disciples around him, but he goes to Philip first. And he said he already knew what was going to happen. He just wanted to hear his response. And Philip went to his, you know, he went to them adding and multiplicating. He must have been a professor or something. Because he went to, you know, the strategic part of it. Well, you know, if we did this and did this, it still wouldn't be enough. And, you know, I, he was making excuses already. He's standing before the God of glory and he's already making excuses. Well, this can't be done. That can't be done. Doubts already closed him up. Oh, I know he's speaking physically, but spiritually he's closed up. He shut up. He did exactly what doubt did. But there's somebody that jumps out in this passage. And that's Andrew, Peter's brother. Jesus wasn't talking to him. He's talking to Philip. As I can tell you, the other ten out there, they're probably going, boy, I'm glad he didn't say my name. But Andrew, nah. Andrew jumped at it. Andrew jumps up and he speaks up. Mm. Think about it. Think about some of the inventions in this world that, uh, that were first pitched by people uh, who have, may have been thought were crazy. I mean, absolutely crazy. What are you thinking about inventing that? You're crazy. Could you imagine some man or woman speaking up on that? The Roomba vacuum. A vacuum when you leave the house will vacuum your house while you're gone. Crazy. But somebody spoke up and made it happen. That's probably why I'm not rich. All the ideas I got, I didn't speak up on. Hand sensor sinks. Come on, somebody. Crazy, but somebody spoke up. A smartphone. Who would have thought you have everything you need, literally, in the palm of your hand. Your bank card, all of it. You ain't got to carry a wallet no more unless you carry cash. It's all right here. But somebody spoke up and made it happen. They didn't stay silent. They didn't let the, the craziness. The point I'm trying to share with you is the greatest breakthroughs in your life are going to be the moments when you speak up and have faith. Oh, I don't know if you heard me. The greatest breakthroughs that you and I will ever have in our life is when we get up off our feet and we get up off our, the back end and say, you know what? I'm tired of being silent. I'm tired of being closed up. I'm tired of being boxed up. It's time for me to speak up and declare some things in my life. 
because I serve a God who will do it if I will just speak up. I wonder if Andrew felt dumb when he was saying, here's a boy with some food. When you're looking at 5,000 plus people, I wonder if he felt that way. So why did Andrew speak up? Because I believed that being silent meant he would never know what could have taken place. Boy, that's a, that's a bad feeling to leave a powerful uh, Holy Ghost service and not speak up in the service and take a chance at what could have happened in your life or in your family's life. Because I hope we all came to touch the Lord. I hope we didn't come just for a social gathering. I didn't come for that, even though I love all of y'all and I love speaking with all of y'all. But I came because I need to draw closer. I came because I need the Lord to do something in my life. I came because he's worthy. And there's many times in my life that I've left a service and went, that could have been my service. And I didn't speak up. I didn't hand it all over. I didn't open it up. If you want the breakthrough that you need today, if you want God to settle some things today, if you want your, if you want your family back in the house of the Lord, if you want God to bring it all back together, if you want God to restore some things, if you want God to heal your body, it's time for you to speak up and not leave knowing that, Lord, that could have been my day. I could have had a chance today had I just spoken. Hear me. If you want to have confidence in the power of God, you have to give him the chance to move in your life. Because he's not going to force himself on you. He's a gentleman. But the problem we face here today and the problem we face all over the churches today are some folks won't give him a chance. Because they got to speak up. Philippians 1 and 6, be confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. Giving him a chance might mean embracing some of those uh, terrible moments in your life instead of shutting down whenever they hit you. Oh, I know that's tough. I know it's tough to embrace some situations. I know it's tough to embrace some trials, to embrace some tragedies, embrace some, some failures, embrace some mistakes. But the fact is this, sometimes when those situations hit us, we lock up. It hits us right in the mouth and we close down. And all we do is dwell negatively on those situations and we let them bear us down. And like, the, like I just read... We don't confess any of it. We don't open up anymore. And now, spiritually, we're starting to decay. Spiritually, we're losing our strength. But I've come to challenge some folks in the Holy Ghost this morning that we need to speak up as the children of God because we've been silent too long. Whatever the situation is that you're facing, whatever the problem is that you're going through, whatever the battle is, whatever the sickness is, it's time to speak up. It's time to declare it. It's time to say, Lord, it is so, and you're going to bring me through it. There's a miracle in somebody's voice this morning. If you'll just speak up. And quit being quiet. 
all the time. Oh, but you don't understand. I, I tell the Lord about it. Yeah, but when you leave, you're already speaking against it. You've already shut back up. What I'm talking about speaking up is I'm talking about handing it all over the Lord and saying, Hey, Lord, it's done. I'm leaving it right here. And I'm going home with the victory on my heart and on my mind and on my life knowing that I spoke what you told me to speak. And you said if I spoke it, you would do it. You said if I spoke to the mountain, it'll be moved. And today I'm going to speak to the mountain, be moved. It's time. It's time to hand it over to the Lord. It's time to give it to him. Today, we're set up to be encouraged today. If you need encouragement, it's time to speak up. Sometimes we let it hit us too much. But you know what? David is the prime example. The prime example. He was discouraged. He lost everything. And on top of that, all of his men lost everything. And he could have easily been boxed up. Even when his men said, we're going to stone you. He could have shut up. And he could have let the doubt get a hold of his life. But he did not. You know what he did? He went and got a hold of the garment of praise. He put it on and said, nope, today I'm going to be reminded that he took care of me with the lion. He took care of me with the bear. He took care of me with the giant. And today he's going to take care of me. Why? Because I'm going to speak up. Oh, the enemy today, he wants you to be silent. He wants you to be quiet. He don't want you to say nothing. He don't want you to speak blessings over your family. He don't want you to speak blessings over your children. He don't want you to speak blessings over your co-worker or over your situations or over your family members. No, he don't. He wants you to be quiet. But today, somebody needs to stand up loud and proud with some Holy Ghost boldness and say, you know what? Today I speak it in Jesus' name. I speak over my family. I speak over my marriage. I speak over my finances. I speak over my health. Somebody speak up. You've been silent too long. You see, what it meant for Andrew on speaking up is it, it meant that he was opening up. He was handing it all over. He, he wasn't being guarded anymore. He wasn't allowing doubt to get a hold of him anymore. You guard your insecurities. Not only do you never speak up, but you never open up. And your life has been silent, just as your words. You and I, we, we do best at times to blend in just like everybody else. Anybody? Anybody guilty? While you wish uh, you're noticed. I, I've been this way. I, I, I want to be unseen, but I want to be noticed. Don't really make a lot of sense. But I still want to be unseen. And that's how we are. We're bottled up and we've let those insecurities and we let those doubts and we, and we let those problems and we let the pride overwhelm us 
When it's never been about anybody else and it's never been about me and it's never been about you, it's always been about Him. And the fact is this, if we can ever get a hold of that and say, Lord, it's just between me and you. It's not about anybody else in this room. It's not about anybody else in this church, even though I love everybody here. But it's about me and you. And I need to confess some things. Maybe it's sin that I need to confess. Maybe it's sin that I need to open up for. Maybe it's failure. Maybe it's a mistake. Maybe it's brokenness. Maybe it's a loneliness. Maybe it's depression that I'm going. Maybe it's oppression. But Lord, I'm going to speak up. I've been silent too long. I've been holding on to it too long. I've been bottled up too long. I've been carrying the baggage too long. But today, today is my day. Today is my day to lay it all down. Today is my day to open all up. Today is my day to speak up because I've been silent too long. And I know once I speak up that there's a miracle destined to happen what little God has put before me I'll speak up I'll open it up and I'll give it to him just like Andrew he wasn't even being spoken to the question wasn't even uh, towards him he just jumps up and says hey Jesus hey this is what I see Here is what I have. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it's all I have. He's seen it. He was scanning through the crowd. He was already looking through the 5,000 plus. And when Jesus would look to Philip and ask him, hey, where are we going to get food to feed them? They're hungry. Philip starts looking in the bag. He starts looking. He starts getting with Judas. And, you know, he's looking in the money bag and seeing how much. And there's just not enough. While Andrew is scanning the horizon. Uh, Oh, there's a lad right there. He's got lunch. Jesus, we got a lad here who's got lunch. But what is that amongst so many? And I know some of you are already, oh, well, he, he spoke doubt. He did, but he was looking because you know why? He knew that he was in the presence of God Almighty. And that, yeah, what he had wasn't much, but he was willing to give it. Lord, I'm looking. Lord, hey, I've got some situations in my life. I've got some problems in my life. i got some things I'm going through. I'm not much, Lord. I don't have much to offer. But I do see some things I can offer. And what I do have, I offer it to you. I'm speaking up on it. Because I know that when I place it in your hands, whether I look around and see, man, I'm surrounded by everything. Man, this is just too much. But even in that too much, I still want to offer what I have. Lord, it's just a little bit. It's it's just a little bit. But hand it to him. Speak up. Open up. But you don't understand. I've been broken down. I've, I've walked away. I've been sick in my body. I've been hurt. I've been broken. It's just, I don't have much to offer anymore. But you have something. And it's time to hand over. It's time to speak up because you've been silent too long.
And I'm telling you, in the Holy Ghost, I'm not a prophet and I'm not prophesying today. I just know what I feel in the Holy Ghost and what word he put on my heart. If you'll speak up today, he'll do it. I don't know if anybody heard me. You got me on? I said, if you speak up today, he'll do it. Everybody in this church should be on their feet. Not because I'm preaching, but because we serve a God that said, if you'll speak to that mountain, I'll move it. And it's time for somebody to start speaking to your situation. It's time to start speaking up. It's time to start handing over what you have to the Lord so that he can perform a miracle. Oh, Andrew, he was so eager because he jumped in so quickly. He was believing whatever it takes. We can't just stand still. We've got to to move forward. You can be the busiest person on the planet, but if you stop bringing what you have to Jesus Christ, you've gotten silent and stagnant. It doesn't matter if you've been on the mountaintop for a long time or in the valley. If you stop bringing it to Jesus, you found yourself silent and stagnant. And that's where things die. That's where we begin to decay. That's where we begin to lose our strength in God. You want to be stronger today? It's time to speak up. You want to get tougher today? It's time to speak up. How do you speak up? Brother Jarek said it. We begin to worship the Lord. You begin to praise Him. You begin to magnify Him. Oh, it doesn't, it, it doesn't negate the fact that there are situations in your life that may still be there. But what it does is it changes the circumstance of your view and His view. You start seeing it through His eyes. And you start knowing and trusting that God is in control of it all and that he's taking care of it if I will just speak over it. I prayed for Sister Courtney and for Sister Carla just now. And nothing, I have no abilities. The Holy Ghost just working. But the one prayer that I prayed, both of them the same. I said, I speak it in Jesus' name. I try to pray that over every person that I pray for. I pray it over my family, but I always say, I speak it in Jesus' name. I declare it in Jesus' name. I speak life in Jesus' name. I make sure. That's not a repetitive prayer. I don't think so. I'm just speaking the word of God. And the Lord said, hey, if you'll speak it, I'll do it. So I make sure when I pray in the Holy Ghost, I speak life. That I declare some things. That I speak it over every situation, over every problem, over every hurt, over every mistake. I speak it. I officiated my Uncle Martin's funeral yesterday. And it's just been one of those weeks where, you know, you're up on the mountain, you're down in the valley, so emotions just up and down. VBS, you want to be popping, you want to be going, you want to be excited. And then obviously you go into a funeral that's so tragic and you go back down again. And you try as a minister to, to be as positive. And I felt so positive yesterday, even through the sorrow that our family has faced and, 
losing somebody so special. But one thing when I left there, knowing in the Holy Ghost, is that I spoke life. Even over a funeral that was about death, I spoke life when I left there. Why? Because there's some people in there that have never met Jesus. And you know what would have happened if I would have went in there and just been silent? And just let doubt take over me and shut me up? They would have never heard it from me. And we can play what ifs and we can say, well, somebody else would have came along, but what if not? What if I was the only person that they would ever see Jesus in? Think about that. It's time to speak up because you and I have been silent too long. We've let the world drown us out. We've let the enemy drown us out. But I'm not doing it any longer. I'm not letting my insecurities knock me down. I'm not letting the distractions get a hold of me. I'm not letting the situations take over my life. I'm not letting the problems overwhelm me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get up. I'm going to grab a hold of that Holy Ghost, Holy Boldness, and speak up and say, you know what? I'm going to declare some things today. I'm going to declare that that person be healed in Jesus' name. I'm going to declare that the Lord fill that person up with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to declare that they be restored in Jesus' name. I'm going to speak up today because I believe the Lord is going to do it. Uh, Pride will do whatever it takes to keep you looking inward for your results. So now when you have a problem in front of you, How are we going to feed all these people? How am I going to get my joy back? How am I going to stop feeling lonely? Where am I going to get the money? How am I going to get through this situation? Pride wants your first response to be like Philip. He pulls out his calculator. That's exactly what pride does. That's exactly what doubt does. Is it starts making you look inward and going, man, I'm dealing with all these issues and, you know... Now you're trying to dissect everything. Now you're trying to be God. Instead of saying, Lord, here it is. Because now we're talking, we will have to work for months and still it might not be enough. I will have to buy the latest trendy style to fit in. Maybe if I sell out, maybe if I compromise, I'll try to be who they think they want me to be. Instead of looking up and out, We look down and in and pride grows and our to-do list grows and our self-esteem shrinks and our purpose is belittled. All because pride has been uh, been accountants instead of visionaries. You see, Andrew was a visionary because he was looking at what he could see, what he could find. What do you see over your family? What's your vision? Oh, no, you've been silent. That's right, you've been an accountant. You've been trying to calculate what it'll take to get them here. 
what it'll take to do this. Instead of you speaking up and saying, Lord, I'm stepping out of my pride today. I'm stepping out on your faith today. I'm going to put it all in action today. I'm tired of being silent. I'm, trying to, I'm tired of trying to calculate it all. I'm, try, I'm tired of trying to make it make sense today. It just don't make sense. But what I do know is, is today I'm here I may be here by myself, but I'm here, and I'm going to speak up on my family's behalf. I'm going to speak up on my marriage's behalf. I'm going to speak up on my finances. I'm going to speak up on my health. I'm going to speak up on the situation today. I've been silent too long. It's time for me to speak up. Somebody speak up today. Somebody speak up over your situation. Somebody let the Lord have his way. (sighs) Phillips missed the whole point. Because he's out there performing multiplication while Andrew is searching. And he's looking. And because Andrew spoke up. A miracle happened. Sister Beckham, musicians, if you would. Because he spoke up. The Lord already knew what was going to take place. He was already going to handle it. The Lord's already going to handle it for you. He's already promised, but the fact is this. We've just been silent. We've been closed up. We've been... He done me wrong. She done me wrong. This situation ain't right. This, this, what I'm going through, just, it's just too tough. It's heavy. And please, I'm not, I'm not making fun. I'm not knocking. I understand there's some heaviness. I'm dealing with some heaviness today. I stand up here truthfully, exhausted. But boy, do I feel a refreshing of the Holy Ghost deep inside that says... David, if you'll continue to speak up, I'm going to settle that. I'm going to take care of your family. I'm going to work in your situation. I'm going to turn what seemed bad into good. I may not see it now, but I'm speaking on it. I may not see it right now, but I'm speaking on it. I'm declaring it. I'm speaking life right now because I know that the Lord will do it. Let's all stand. It's time for us to speak up, to open up, to hand it all over to the Lord. It's time for us to open up our heart to God. Open up your insecurity. Speak up and tell your God and God your struggle. Speak up with faith, with words of healing. We have words of healing. I just read it. The Bible says our words, our tongue can be used for healing. Do you need a healing touch from God? Does anybody need God to move in their life? We've got to speak up. But I let the pride get a hold of me. I got it on today because I don't want nobody to see me. Because if I move, they'll know that I've gone through some things. They move, they know I'm heavy. If I move, then they know, you know, there's something wrong with me. Well, if you move and they're paying attention to you, then they're, they're already in their own situation that they've got to deal with.
But you shouldn't be worried about that because the situation is not with you and them. They're not healing you. Jesus Christ is going to heal you. He's going to take care of the situation. He's going to move the mountain. But you first have to speak. You first have to talk. Lord, here's my sack lunch. It's not much. But here it is. It's not much among so many. But this is what I've got. I've got vision, Lord. And I speak my vision today. I've got promise and I speak my promises today. I've got faith and I speak over my faith today. Because I know you do it. Won't he? So today, if you're dealing with it today, if you're going through the struggle, if you're dealing with sickness in your body, if there's some family problems at home, or if you're struggling, or you want the Lord to move in your life, or you want him to restore you, or you want him to fill you up for the first time, or you want to get back to that place you once were, it's time to step out, speak up, and let the Lord have his way. These altars are open. Don't let doubt get a hold of you right now. Don't let insecurities get a hold of you right now. Don't let pride grab a hold of you right now. Sir, ma'am, young person, I'm challenging you. Don't leave this place going, that could have been my chance. That could have been my opportunity. I could have had the breakthrough that I've been seeking after for so long. But I passed up because I let doubt shut me up. I let the world distract me. I let the enemy seep into my mind. But there's a few that have stepped out right now that said, not today. Today I'm going to speak up. Today I'm going to speak out. Today I'm going to open up. Today I'm going to hand it over. Because I know he's going to settle it. I know. Is there anybody eager today for God to move? Somebody be on the lookout.